Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Creative Caffeine Podcast. What's up, guys? You are listening to the Creative Caffeine Podcast. My name's Connor. My name's Ben. And in this podcast, if you're looking to live that creative life, this is the podcast for you. We're going to be talking all things video, photo, and content creation. The good, the bad, and the ugly. So sit back, grab your snacks, grab your drinks, and enjoy. There we go. <laughs> we fumbled that first one. We really did. <laughs> Cheers, bruv. What are we rocking today? The cap. Cappuccino. Happy cap. Capanese. Uh, I am... Car- uh, no, gingerbread Christmas latte. They're good. Mm. Very good. But if the only downside is, unless you... Only if you order it in store, you only... When you order it to have in, you get a little gingerbread man with it. Do you? If you order to take away, you don't get the gingerbread man. They used to do it to take away as well. They used to leave it on top of the cup. Yeah, they don't do that now. No Plus, gingerbread man. Um, I don't know if you can get them for your dulcy gusto, but Ooh. for our Tassimo, I can put the gingerbread, the gingerbread, pods. the Costa ones in in the thingy, like in, in the machine. See, I've got Tassimo at home. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll just swap the two. Yeah, <laughs> and then you can have them all day long. Or just have them both here. Two coffee machines in one office. Yeah, why not? That's a shout. Mate, when, when you're a coffeeholic, two coffee machines is yeah. very much needed. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a great tweet the other day from, you know, do you follow him on YouTube? Uh, Terry Warfield. No. He does like camera reviews. He goes, what's up guys? It's tight shirt Terry Warfield. Back up with another video. I probably watched him because <laughs> the like, amount of like camera reviews I've watched. He's this hench guy with dreads. He makes really like sick videos, but he's he always goes... I never get, I never script my videos, but let's just get into the meat and potatoes. <laughs> and uh, he, he put a tweet up the other day saying, if you're going to call me an addict, at least put coffee in front of it. Oh my God. <laughs> Which was jokes. Oh. Fair play, mate. How's your week been, man? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty, uh, pretty long, busy. Mm. Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty standard. Standard. What have you been shooting this week? Uh, well... I shot that music video at the start of last week. Nice. It's kind of been the only thing I've shot this week. I've just had loads of editing, mm. loads of, quite a lot of bookings this week. Uh, and yeah, so more ad money, but yeah, lots of editing, editing that music video now. That should be um, fun, stitching all those little individual shots yeah. together. <laughs> no, it's good. It's, uh, it looks good. The only thing is, not losing interest, but it's very like, when you're a, uh, because it's like metal, obviously. It's not like what I mainly listen to. True. It's very like, I find it hard to cut to. Mm. Like, I'm not losing interest because like, I enjoy the, it looks good. So it's like, I want to see the end product. Yeah. It's exciting, but it's just like trying to cut to it is a nightmare. And it's just it's annoying struggle, me so much. There's so much going on in metal music. Yeah. With rap, it's pretty simple because you've got like basically like a looped beat. Yeah. Or even just acoustic stuff. You can yeah. just do slow slow cuts. But and The thing is, it's like with any sort of indie rock, which is what I mainly listen to as well, like you've got, it's a very clear sort of uh, like, well, one, the beat's clear. Two, and True. it's all like you can distinguish everything a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Whereas with metal, it's like, if you're going to cut to the beat, <laughs> then the frames are going to be like half a second long. Literally. <laughs> yeah, especially when they're doing like blast beats and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I've had an interesting week. So on Tuesday, or was it Wednesday? No, Wednesday I was in London. Yeah. During a rail strike, which was fun. So there was a big, massive tube strike. No trains running out of King's Cross or anything. Really? The tube was all just done. The taxi rank queues was 
ages long. Like. Oh my! And uh, funnily enough, the client I was filming with was Network Rail. Oh no! <laughs> so I, I, they were like half of the people to the shoot were late, and I was like, "Oh, was, what, what, what's, what's happened?" And they were like, oh, "Rail strikes," and it's like. Do, do you complain about it? Do you, do you talk about it with them considering oh. their network rail? <laughs> That's awkward. It was a bit but of they're the only ones that could fix it. So yeah. if you see something suspicious on the train, please report it to one of our staff. <laughs> see it, say it, sort it. <laughs> if you see a train leaving the station, something's wrong. We could, we should be on strike. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it was, it was chaos. Mm-mm. Tell you what's not chaos, coffee. That Shout is not coffee. useless. That is not useless. No, that's a good size coffee. Shout out to coffee. Also, shout out to, um, we put it on our Instagram story. Um, shout out to Giles Palmer on TikTok. Um, Woo. It, that, that's, that deserves a clap. Yeah. Big up, man. I've got some thing, an overlay to go on top of that where you can write what each button is. Oh, have you? Yeah, that. Or I can press that and it sort of shows uh, you each one. Yeah. So we got. Oh, we never played the. Uh, Hey, <laughs> win. That, that, everyone knows that one. Um, so shout out to Giles Palmer. He commented on one of the clips on TikTok. He put, loving the podcast still, fellas. Some real chat, uh, real world chat here. Also, I'm in Canada, BC, Prince George. Um, appreciate the shout out from the uh, at the beginning. So shout out, shout out, Giles. Shout out to Giles. Yeah, that's a, uh, yeah, oh, how much we'd love to be in Canada right now. One day. We've got to go next year. Very jealous. We looked at the prices and it weren't too bad. Yeah, it was cheaper than I expected. Mm, but like, there's, that wasn't like hiring a car because I think from Banff to Moraine Lake, I think it is like a two-hour drive or something. Yeah, we need that bucket shot. We need that bucket shot. <laughs> we got, we got, we got to get that. Imagine like you go all the way and you get the exposure wrong. Oh, uh, I'd be so annoyed. Uh, what I think what I'd actually do. I'd set up three cameras. Mm-hmm. Three? One on, <laughs> one on shutter priority, one on aperture priority, one on manual, and then I'd go again and get one on auto. <laughs> so I have one of everything just to fucking get that shot. And if I go, <laughs> then a GoPro time-lapsing it all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For the BTS. Just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So we in today's episode, we're chatting about like how to get work and stuff. We got a comment on, on TikTok. Um, shout out to Kyle. Um, big up the Kyles. Um, uh, what advice do you recommend at, to actually advertise and get jobs? Um, I've done some work, but find it hard to get found. Uh, yeah, we're basically going to be chatting about like how to get work. Like, how do you get most of your work, mate? Uh, a lot of mine, funnily enough, is through my part-time job. Really? So obviously I work three hours part-time uh, Monday to Friday. And then, yeah, I kind of... Because I'm in a very kind of like relaxed, laid back part time job. So I can just kind of, um, well, I'm in and around the gym members basically quite often. So Decent. I can quite often just slide into conversations and be like, oh, you're getting married. Uh, do you need a videographer? And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then so, and quite a lot of people that work with me as well. Like I did a, uh, like a pregnancy shoot a little while ago. And those photos look sick by the way thank you and then i've got their postnatal one coming up as well nice and then i did yeah obviously this music video of someone i work with as well mm. um yeah so it's quite it's quite good to work for do work for my work that's a good colleagues. shout I, w- I was the same when i used to work at nurseries because i used to be a nursery teacher yeah the last three nurseries that i did not the one that i shut down 
Oh yeah. Shout out to Bluebells <laughs> and Offset. Um, no, not 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 sh- not, sh- not shout out. We <laughs> love it. <laughs> Finally get to use that one. Um, I've done videos for all three of the last nurseries I've worked at. Have you? Yeah, promo videos and then photos for their website. Win win. Win win. Other than the fact that um, yeah, one of them had a Nancy display board. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to post that well, clip. <laughs> That'll be mental. jokes. Um, Go on, bro. What are you saying? Yeah, I was just saying another another way that I get my clients is through word of mouth mm. and like kind of reviews. I think that's a testimonials are the biggest, one biggest thing, especially Google reviews as well because they yeah. uh, they come up straight away when anyone searches your name. I need to get more Google reviews, but it's just been like consecutively for the last three years just sending people to my website testimonial page yeah but then what i'll do is i'll just screenshot them and put them up on my instagram stories and then make like a highlight thing of them yeah that was like me for a long time when i just pretty much just did weddings it was like hitched all my reviews went onto there Mm. but then like um yeah i basically met this guy who i work with um who does a lot of web design stuff and then he was like, oh no, Google reviews is the only way. So Google reviews is the one. That's the, uh, yeah, started that and a lot's come from it. So yeah, man. Cheers, Chris. So the first, I think the first thing, like if when you're trying to get work is figure out like who like your ideal client is. Like sometimes like this works well, but in, if you really want to sort of like niche down. So say if you really just want to do weddings or you really do just want to do, I don't know, like, Kickstarter campaign videos. Yeah like figure out who like your dream client would be and then just like just message people just message people in that area so if you're if you just want to shoot weddings you know start off just by messaging established wedding photographers wedding videographers ask if you can shadow them because if you do a good job there's a high chance that they'll ask you to do it again oh absolutely especially if you cull the photos for them oh yeah (laughs) that's the thing i uh (laughs) for dave I did some culling a little while ago and like, nice. uh, he hates culling like mm. everyone does, but like, it's the I worst. was like, oh, I need some money. So, um, I basically culled the video that I shot for him Decent. And, I it, and then he like finished Edison. But like, uh, yeah, that was, uh, quite fun because <laughs> <laughs> I was like a bit of extra money for the job that everyone hates doing. So it, like, it's really weird seeing somebody else's footage though, isn't it? Yeah. Like I think- working through someone else's stuff. I think that's a good thing though. Like if you're getting into the industry, even just asking people like, can I call your footage? And then yeah, like obviously then that's more and more experience you're getting. And then True. obviously you're, it's not, not a massive job and everyone needs it doing by someone. And then, uh, in the end, I guess your, your name kind of gets out there a little bit more just for helping out on things like Cullen when people really want people to do that the, for them. <laughs> you, you'll be the, the final cull pro. Yeah, the final culprit. <laughs> that, oh that was fucking God. awful. But, like, but I think <laughs> I'm, one day I'm going to have to... Like, <laughs> that was so shit. Final <laughs> <laughs> Oh, That was oh. dreadful, just like from here. <laughs> In the words of Nico Amalana. My, my, my premiere actually crashed again the other day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had to. <laughs> I had to be done. No, to be fair, Final Cut cr- crashed on me for the first time the other day. Ooh. Mm, but, it, but it was like a two hour long podcast. Well, that's that's mm. sa- that's saved the podcast now. Then we don't need to uh, do a, do an episode on what's better because 
We've worked they're, they're out both, They're both now. Final cuts now crashed. We're, we're switching to Da Vinci. Everyone seems yes. to be switching to Da Vinci. I'm switching to Movie Maker. That's crashed less for me. <laughs> or iMovie. Or iMovie. <laughs> Cap cut. <laughs> oh. Cap cut. Um, the next thing that definitely helps you get work is sort of like a two-part. Mm-hmm. Create a photography portfolio, but also post your work. Yeah. Post your work. Now, a lot of the work that I do, particularly video work, a lot of it's like quite corporate-y. I've made so many videos, like for these two clients, I won't name them on here, but these two clients, I've made so many videos for them. I've mm. probably made about 30 videos for one of them mm. and I've never seen them posted. I've never been really? able to like share a link to them. You know, you know, you know when someone posts like your video that you've done, and yeah. you're like, oh, great time editing this, shot yeah. this for this person. I've never been able to do that because they're all internal. Really? They, they all get basically uploaded, unlisted to YouTube. I never get sent a link. And they're just basically emailed to each department to view. Well, that sucks. It sucks. But say if you're a photographer, uh, if you're a photographer, post your work on Instagram. Because if you don't oh, yeah. post your work, you ain't going to get bookings. And another big thing is everywhere you go, just record behind the scenes and post that. Because mm. if I don't know about anyone else, but as a filmmaker myself, I love seeing other people's behind the scenes. It's pretty sick. So it? I think especially if someone's looking for a second shooter or something, then... If they see you acting professionally and mm. and like your work looks good and you're behind the scenes and stuff, then there's probably quite a high chance they'll they'll uh, book you just because they can see you working as well as your end product. That's true. I've been what I've been doing um, on like photo sessions is I've you don't have to do it on a GoPro if you don't have one, but even just hook up your phone on a tripod. Yeah. I've been putting my GoPro in portrait mode. Yeah. Plugging a Rode Wireless Go in, yeah, and attaching that to myself, and then just letting it run whilst I'm doing photos, because mm. then people can like hear, you know, what I'm saying during a shoot. Yeah, it's satisfying hearing the shutter button as well. Oh yeah, going off. But then you can also make Instagram reels, because obviously, if you post a photo on Instagram, mm. it ain't gonna do well. <laughs> it's gonna. <laughs> We're going ham on the buttons today. Useless old Instagram. It's it's naff. It's it's gonna tank if you posted a a, a photo. But, for example, if you start off an, an Instagram wheel with, like, an Instagram wheel, an Instagram, Instagram wheel. reel with, like, some behind-the-scenes shots of you actually taking the photo, and yeah. then you cut to the photos, that's a great way to push um, for photo sessions. Because mm-hmm. people, a lot of people that book shoots for me with photos, they've never done a photo shoot before. I'll have, yeah. like, a handful of people who book me every month, but I'll have a lot of people who've never had a photo shoot before. They're a little bit nervous. They're not sure what to expect. Yeah. So if they see, you know, what happens at a photo session, they're more reassured. And oh yeah, it's it's all just a good way to share what happens and market market yourself. Yeah. No. Definitely. And that's the thing. Is uh, marketing is a uh, like a solid a solid way of gaining clients. Just because, well, the more you post, the more consistent you are with mm. like your marketing, then the uh, well, the more you're going to get from it because. Like especially with Instagram, you have to you have to be constant, and especially with YouTube as well, mm. it's the only way. But and then I think another good strategy is um, for trying to earn off your clients and then getting more clients that way is make your prices seem friendlier to them. So like I've done forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> I've done it in a way that like I've trying to hit a grand. Well, in my next. Uh, my next year of weddings, my price will go up anyway, so I'll have to rethink it. But this last year, my aim's been 
get a grand. Mm. So I've basically got a package where the video and the editing as a package is £900. Decent. And then £20 for the engraved USB mm. and then £80 pounds for the highlight reel. So technically they're paying me a grand, mm. but because it's split into 920 and 80 then they're not they don't think about it they're like oh 900 pounds like they think everyone else is charging yeah. a grand and they're like oh this guy is so much cheaper mm-hmm. and like uh but and then they're like oh no we have to get the highlight reel and then they're like oh no we have to have the physical copy because yeah. they don't want to lose the download link and then before they know it they're paying me a grand and they don't Cheeky even realize bastard <laughs> yeah well, no, mate, it's you the got only upsell. way you got upsell. because if you don't do it you're if you just throw, I don't know, throw like a thousand pounds at them, they see a four digit number. They do. And then and like, that's quite oh. daunting. So I think if you're, uh, if you kind of slowly work it in. Work your way up. Yeah. And, um, well, technically I give them more for a grand. True. By giving them the USB and by giving them the real. But mm. yeah, it's, uh, I think if I said all of that together and said, this is a grand, mm. I think they'd be like, nah. <laughs> that's a shout. And when it comes to like your your portfolio, whether you list it on your website, like a lot of people say Instagram isn't your portfolio. I mean, it sort of is. You're going to post your work there. Mm. Like, well, it depends what you use your Instagram for, whether you post pictures of yourself or you actually have like a separate Instagram for your That's work. Right. Yeah, I've, like, separate. I've sort of mixed the two now just because it's just long running two Instagram pages. You have pages. a video account. You what? You have a video account on Instagram? Nah. Oh, okay. Nah, nah. <laughs> no, I used to have my my other Instagram account where I just post work, but I don't really use it now, so I might as well put what all the effort that? into one, the Jesse Sites one. Oh, yeah. That I haven't posted on that was a Facebook ages. page to start with. Yeah, it was, but I changed it, and now... Now it's on Instagram. Yeah, and I now I don't even use really my Facebook page. Do you not? No, I've got 2,000 followers and a verified page. I need to start using it a bit more, because all I hear from people really these days is like, oh, Facebook pages are... They still gain lots and Damn. it's like, I just never... So I, I, I do cross-posting. So if I post a photo on Instagram, it goes straight, it goes straight, to, to, Facebook. straight yeah. to Facebook. I need to start doing that, to be fair. But It's just getting the engagement. With Facebook, I found a lot... Well, with my main Facebook page, I don't know about my, uh, my page page, mm. but when I was posting quite a lot on my f- main Facebook page, the amount of bots oh, I would get... S- Bam. But not only would the bots like be liking the posts, mm. but then you'd also get random bots sending you messages with like random adverts. We're like, have you heard of this brand? They want you to <laughs> model like, this necklace. Or yeah, something. they're like, Jewelry. yeah, they send like a really generic picture or something. Mm. They're like, oh yeah, we want you to model this. And it's like, no. So, and then I had to kind of stop posting on Facebook in the end because I got so sick to death of just bots and bots. And, and because I've got a verified pa- Facebook page, Every week, loads. yeah, I get loads of emails each week going, oh, your, your account's fraudulent, click this link, otherwise you'll lose your Facebook page. Seriously? Mark Zuckerberg, fix your fucking app. Oh, yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, that that's terrible. Stop stop focusing on the metaverse. Hire those 11,000 employees you've just fired this week. Yeah, <laughs> he's fired 13% of Amazon's uh, Facebook's what? workforce. Yeah, he basically overread. Yeah, like, like all... How? Yeah, he basically, he sent like an open well, letter to employees. Was it made redundant? Yeah. Oh, okay, so in, not actually like fired. No, fired, fired. Yeah, yeah, they no, no longer work at Facebook. Oh, my. He basically thought they'd be making more money by now after um, COVID, but he got it wrong. Well, he even, he even said in the, the letter, I, I got this wrong. Um, we sidetracked there. What was I going to say? Um, oh, yeah, with your portfolio, yeah. only put the best stuff in there. Don't 
spam your website with every photo from every shoot you've done. I, for me, I choose, I update my portfolio on my website where it's portraits, events, gigs, live music, and all that sort of stuff. I update it every month, just handpicking, just adding three or four extra photos in, taking some out. Because if you just put everything in there, it's just going to be overwhelming for people. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. That's the thing. That That's why I split mine down in sections as well. So obviously, mm. someone's looking for something specific on my website. They know they've got wedding videos, music videos, promo videos, short films, and like they can go down to what they want to see rather than just having to go through this endless library of just random videos yeah. that they don't even know what they are. Because if you put five photos or six photos from every single shoot that you've done that month, yeah. your portfolio will just not end. Oh, yeah. It'll just won't end. Just choose your hero shots. Choose the best yeah, ones. It's like, yeah. it's like picking your um, like your showreel. You ain't yeah. going to put every single project in there. There might be projects that you know, you're not too pleased with, so you probably won't put that in there. Mm. Just choose the best stuff. Do, one thing, do you enjoy making showreels? It's a long process. I isn't love it? it. Yeah, yeah. People like I know some people that hate making show reels, but mm. like I get so excited for the end of the year because it's like, oh, pick a new song, and then mm. it's like, oh yeah, going back through the footage, and you can uh, just add put, a nice little tiger blood jewel track your, in. Yeah, or something. You can put like all your favorite clips together, and oh yeah, it's like kind of a video that you've made for from other people's footage mm. for yourself, and it's like, oh, it's so cool. How long do you say the perfect show reel is? Because some people have been saying... I go the length of a song. Yeah. Someone was saying one minute. Some person was saying keep it like three minutes. Yeah, well, I've seen like... like I've seen like proper professional industry people's showreels range from like a minute to mm. like five minutes. And they've... Uh, Jeez. It just, I think it depends on the songs. Obviously, you don't want to cut a song short and end it on a... Mm. Although on Premiere, you can do that remix tool now. That you can, yeah. so cool. Yeah, that's a great little feature. I don't know Fair how play to it works. They literally rewrite a song to the it's time that you want it to be at. It's nuts, isn't it? That's a great. That's I'll give Premiere credit there. You can get. Can you get Epidemic Sound embedded into Premiere? Can't you? Yeah, or am I thinking something else? I when I've tried it, it doesn't work properly. So mm. obviously, my Epidemic is logged in on the internet, and then I go to go in the sound tab of, um, of Premiere. And then you drag a song in. And then when you go to export, it's like, oh yeah, these songs aren't um aren't like licensed to you. And mm. I was like, Well, I have a subscription, so why is <laughs> I that? pay ten pounds a month for it? Yeah. So and then I have to go on to Epidemic Sound, download the song, and then kind of replace the song that I switched just so I've got the That's licensed annoying. version of the exact same song. It's so annoying. That's so weird. Yeah, I I don't know if I have to somehow sign into my epidemic through Premiere, mm. but usually it's just like a plugin, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know how it works, but it's Premiere fix that. Yeah, <laughs> well, or me fix my ways, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's such an obvious thing, but potentially we briefly touched on it earlier, like about Google reviews. But get referrals from like friends and family if you're just starting out you probably ain't going to be charging for shoots straight away. I definitely didn't. So I just messaged friends and family, said, can I take some photos for you? Whether it's, you know, like yeah. a, a headshot. I did my brother's headshots for his LinkedIn when he mm. first started trying to get in with a, like what he does now. He works for Ricardo, shout out my brother. Um, <laughs> and he needed some headshots for LinkedIn and then also his university cards. Just get message your friends and family, ask if you can shoot for them. Yeah. But then ask them to do like a little testimonial. 
Yeah. It's a, it's a start. And because you ain't going to be charging for shoot, shoot straight away. No, absolutely. Like, you'll be lucky if you, you do. Fair play. But yeah, get referrals because people, like, like you said earlier, word of mouth is the best form of mar- mm-hmm. marketing. You could run all the Facebook ads, all the Instagram ads you want, but it's just probably going to look the same as every other Facebook ad and every other Instagram ad that you see. But if you have real life sort of testimonials from people, reviews, Ben is chugging some coffee right now. <laughs> oh, that is the first coffee of the day. He is deep down Needed. that. But if you, get, if you get referrals, that is the best thing. One thing I'm thinking about next year is approaching some of my clients who I've shot for as in, in 2022. Yeah. I'm booking a studio day. Mm. Now this might sound a little bit self-centered, but I think it could work well. Is getting them on camera and asking them some sort of questions about yeah. what it's like to shoot with me, and then yeah. I can put that on my website front page. Make it like a little advert. Yeah, make mm-hmm. like a little one or two minute thing with like free clients. Yeah, ask them some questions. You know, like what, why did you choose to shoot with me? Yeah, and they obviously answer it as yeah. if I'm not there. But that's mm. just an idea I'm thinking about. I could be there and I could just like ask them and be like, what do you like about Connor Wells? What, what's your shoot like with Connor Wells? <laughs> you guys. <laughs> As if I set the shoot up and then it's yeah. like, oh no, this guy's on his website. <laughs> yeah. I wish you'd book a Scouty day or something. Yeah, Shout yeah. out Scouty. Best locations in London. Um, I was also going to say as well, uh, with the whole referrals thing um, and free work. Mm. Free work can be like horrible as well. I remember um it was quite weird how i've done it so obviously through college i was doing like my free work mm. but and then i think uni was where it really helped because mm. we had a um like a work-based module and then basically i could go and do all my music videos and stuff and then get like kind of do it for the module and get like graded for it Decent. so then that kind of meant that i was uh well as i was being like graded for the module mm. uh it meant didn't feel like I was doing work for free because obviously there was a there was something I was getting out of it. True, because it was all kind of going towards my grade. Yeah. Whereas uh, when most other people do free work, I guess it's like they're doing a shoot and then there's no motivation to edit it. Yeah. But like, yeah, if like for uni, it was kind of handy because it was it was like I had to do it for the course anyway, so it kind of pushed me. And it'll get and you then, work in the long run as well. Yeah, and it got me loads of work, and then that's how I started implementing prices as well because then they started teaching us like about putting in prices, about making mm. like a creative website and stuff. And then it really kind of kickstarted that. Because um, I see people like, a lot of people now still doing free work as well. And it's like, you really feel bad for them because they know mm. how hard that is. <laughs> we'll have to do a full on episode about free work, but mm. I've got some of the, my biggest paid jobs through free work. Yeah. So one, one there was a client that I really wanted to work for. Mm. I listened to his podcast beforehand I downloaded one of his his top episodes, yeah. clipped it up, subtitled it, sent it to him on DMs. I was like, here you go. Feel free mm. to use these. He posted it up. It bangs views. And mm. then he DM'd me the next day saying, do you want to, can you come in tomorrow? I've got to come have a chat. And now I shoot for this guy and edit for this guy every week. Yeah. Shout out, John. It's so strange. Yeah. How that just... But we'll do a full happens. episode about free work because some people are like, yeah, work for free. Yeah. It, it can get you like some good stuff. But yeah. some people are like, no, never work for free. Know your worth and all that. Yeah. I think there's a balance, isn't there? Obviously, mm. if you if you do too much work for free, you can't... People take in, piss. Yeah, no, exactly. You're kind of becoming more of a more of a charity, like you're just giving mm. to other people, but like you can't sustain your business off of no income, so you have to charge something. That is like true. Even if you're telling people like, 
literally just your expenses, mm. then you're earning, you're not making a loss technically. Yeah. But like, yeah, you've got to, you got to balance it. Don't mm. like go over the board on the money because otherwise you'll get no clients. But that's true. One thing, because we both have made our website through Wix. <laughs> shout out Wix. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. decent, other than their fees. Other than, yeah. The fees. Yeah, fees. Oh the fact God. that you have to pay to take payments, and then they take a fee when people make payments. Yeah. You so pay annoying. twice to make yeah. payments. Fix I think that. I have, like, four <laughs> subscriptions running, like, mm. alongside each other on there. Why can't they just make one package? Like, they should make, like, a filmmaker's package, where mm. it's, like, you got, like, you can post videos on your website... Yeah, like an endless amount of video because they go by how many gigabytes you can post, don't they? Oh, mate, I've paid for all of the gig. Have you? Yeah, and then uh, and plus I just link on YouTube. Yeah, that's what I do now. As yeah, well. um, and then like obviously taking payments, and then I pay for, for email marketing as well. Cause yeah, you get one. Usually, I think you get like two or one yeah. or two email marketing things a week. Yeah, with a watermark, I pay. I think it's worth it. Four pounds a month mm. to get five without a watermark. Yeah, but speaking of that. I don't think you pay. I don't think I pay for this. I'm pretty sure I don't. But start a referral program. So yeah. So it's a new thing. What people can do is they can. Well, it's sort of like a referral program. But I do have one as well. Yeah. But people who sign in and make an account on your website, Mm. I've set up a thing where every booking they get, every ten pounds they spend, they get ten pounds. Ten pounds sort of worth of points. Yeah. Once they get a hundred pounds, it's like a hundred points. It's like 10 pounds off i can't figure remember the exact things and once i got 100 points that's like 10 pounds off or a certain percentage off their next shoot how the hell do you do that i'll have to figure it out yeah Yeah. um, because i can see every time someone purchases something whether it's a lightroom preset books a photo shoot books a video shoot i've got like a little spreadsheet on my wix dashboard Mm. that shows the amount of points everyone's got so when they next go to book I can see how many points they've got and I can take that as off of the price of what oh, their next shoot right. is. So yeah, that'd be quite handy because I have a couple of like returning uh, returning clients mm. and that would be quite handy. And then for some clients as well, because I had a yoga uh, photo shoot at Hitchin Lavender, which was pretty yeah. fun. That was the easiest shoot I have ever done. Because usually, you know when you do photo shoots, you've got... still. <laughs> yeah, well, there was just one person, which was nice. But you know, you usually have to pose people for shoots. Yeah. Because it was yoga, she knows all the positions. She was just like literally just doing all these like flows and flows oh and God. movements and stuff. And I was just like, well, I'm just gonna let you do your thing, and yeah. I'm just gonna snap away. But the thing is, you don't even have to have a super high shutter speed because they're so it's so slow. slow. Yeah. It's like whenever I see yoga at work, and it's like um, so chill. <laughs> yeah, and you just think this will be the easiest photo or video shoot because mm. they're so slow and like are uh, relaxing how relaxing it'd be to edit it i'd be falling asleep i did a yoga edit once it was only like a 30 second instagram reel with some nice slow jingly jangly music i had some nice little smoke overlays because they have those um bernie things don't they Mm. and uh it was a very calm edit (laughs) yeah well that's the thing do you use use the calm app as calm oh you do use the calm app yeah Yeah. i've got it saved um on the bottom of bottom of my phone right there Oh yeah, there we go. Shout I, out, calm. That I do. Uh, I do the same, but I use the Breathe app. Breathe. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. And then there's Headspace as well. Oh yeah, Headspace. Never get Headspace. Yeah. I I was recommended Headspace by so many people mm. because, like, I think with the stress of starting your own business as well, I think one 
I could heavily recommend these because like, especially yeah. the night before a wedding when I'm like, oh my God, is everything on charge? Like I cannot sleep. I'm on, I'm off to a wedding literally after recording mm. this podcast, which is why I'm wearing a shirt. Today. Yeah. <laughs> and, and boots. And boots. And boots. <laughs> I don't know. Peter McKinnon boots. And it's like, I can't, I can't sleep. So mm. it is literally a lifesaver, but obviously breathe. I get what I want on it for free. Like you can pay, True. but all the good, all the good stuff seems to be free. I think I pay £30 a year for calm. That's that's pretty Perfect. good. Yeah. And then um, it just helps massively because especially like... And you get a referral code as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because especially when, if I go and stay away. So I did a wedding a little while ago and I went and stayed in a hotel beforehand. And oh my word, for a wedding, that is horrid because obviously... If you forgot something. Yeah. No, I was, I was up in Derby and like... Obviously, I can't just come home from Derby to come and get something before the wedding. And That's a long like, day. With the amount of stuff we take, like wires, SDs, like I always forget something each shoot. And then, but and then I was also worried about like my clothes and stuff. Mm. And like I was there, I checked my bag like three times before I went to sleep. But I was like, I, you have to have one of them apps because, well, overpacked. Like I don't I know said. if it's just me stressing. <laughs> yeah, but I can't sleep otherwise. I'm literally laying there being like have I got this? Have I got this? <laughs> and then I can't get like the wedding off my mind. So I'm sure I packed my SD cards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So some of that jingly jangly music. So quite, it, it's pretty calm, but I've, I've started a referral program now. I sent it yeah. out. Shout out to email marketing as well. I, I've, we've not really put that on here, but email marketing is the one I send five out each month, just like with promo codes. Yeah. Um, what I've shot each month. That way my clients can see what I've been mm. working on. But going back to like yoga shoot, I did this shoot for Zenflow Yoga in Letchworth. Shout yeah. out to um to them. Um and then they referred me to somebody else. So um I saw her the other day and I was mm. like, Oh, thanks for the referral. Yeah, you get like ten pounds off your next photo shoot because she wants yeah. to get some autumn ones in. So yeah. it encourages people to advertise you, which is a good win. Awesome. Solid win. Um what's the, what was the next one I put on? Oh, network. Network. The thing is with networking. It's a tricky one, I think, mm. because obviously you've kind of got to boast about yourself. It's just dick swinging, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, quite, yeah. So I think... It's, it's like real life LinkedIn. You need to get yourself a group because obviously we have our, our dope, dope squad, squad Mark II, which is like the copy of uh, the Dope Squad. The, the discount Dope so, Squad. Yeah. That's so a good name for it, to be fair. Myself, Connor and Dave... You know Dave. Uh, Shout out Dave. Dave. <laughs> um, yeah. So we have formed like a little. It's like the group chat. A little, yeah, a little group chat, and like we we just call on each other when as when, when needed. When yeah. needed, and uh, and then we yeah, it's quite handy. And then we went to the trade event together. That was and sick. like I think networking yourself into like a little. A little group is ideal because mm. then like the end goal like if we the three of us have an office together then it just means that we can just bounce ideas constantly exactly and you then, can borrow gear and stuff as well yeah. you borrowed yeah is it? i borrowed oh the, it's uh, behind me oh no it's over there you borrowed Connor's, my tube light yep i borrowed connor's tube light and then um, like that. and then that's good that's the thing as well because like obviously when dave's packed with video editing for his weddings i take as per. some of his what yeah and then i shoot some of his weddings for him if he's like if he wants to take more on, mm. but like can't be there to shoot it, then I'll take that. And then it's quite handy because you can get more work out. You of get it, loads so. of work. The amount of work I've got from like, you know, like people like Bradley, mm. Bradley, we're going to get on the pod um, probably next week or something. Yeah. It might be. 
I think that's probably our main point. We might even got, it, got him on before this episode. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So if Bradley was last last episode, or if it was Luke, shout out them yeah, too. Yeah, shout, <laughs> shout them out. Um, but yeah, I've got so much work from them just being like, yeah. oh, this job's not really suited to me. Mm. Do you fancy it? Or I've got a full-on week. Could you cover this job for me? Yeah. It's, you just, it's just good. As long as you've got... There's that quote, your network is your net worth. Yeah. Or something, isn't it? Well, that's the thing. It's like, uh, I think... Just knowing your local creators is like a main thing because like obviously we've got, there's going to be a lot of shout outs now, but there's, yeah, obviously Bradley, you, Dave, Adam, and then Adam Spark, Adam, yeah. And then you've also got Max, Ben Manning, Ben Manning. Well. Um, and then we had a disastrous yeah. shoot together once. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you saying. <laughs> We're going to get him on the pod, but we'll have to chat about that. Yeah. Show. It was chaos. But kind of like around our kind of surrounding towns. We kind of know our our videographers and photographers mm. and we can just kind of call on them if need be. Bradley was saying when I saw him in Vooty Beats the other day about yeah. um, planning a Christmas meet up again in the Vic because he got COVID last time, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Mm. We were going to do that at the Vic. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was ages ago, wasn't no it? No way, it was that like a year ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I remember his COVID Instagram stories. Just yeah, like they were great. Just out of his window into town. Like, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Time flies when you're stuck at a desk editing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or no, yeah. on Amazon. Or on Amazon, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> literally. But, yeah, having, like, a good group of, like, photographers, videographers, creatives, you, you're going to get work from them. There's there's going to be a certain point in everybody's week where they're like, I can't take any on any more shoots because mm. I've missed deadlines, I've got stuff to edit. So they'll just palm it off to whoever they think is about. Yeah. Which is good. And, yeah, that's the thing. And I think... The most important thing is as well, don't overwork because... Yeah, you burn th- out. <laughs> partly think that's what's happened to me this week, just in that, like... So, I've been not ill this week, but I've been very... Uh, you can tell by the sound of our voices, we're both a bit snuffly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, I've had to go to the doctors twice now because my I'm in the cycle, right? The, like, my asthma and then, like, anxiety. And then my asthma's getting worse... So, and then I'm stressing about it and then it's making my breathing worse and then mm. it's going round and round and round. And I think it's because I've taken on so much work as well that I've like, I've const- I've got this list of stuff to get through, mm. but I can't work out what like to prioritize it. Cause in my head, it's like, I need to do it all this second. And then there's I'm gonna lose like, the client. Yeah. And then and there's then, finding time to shoot for yourself as well. Yeah. So I've kind of got myself into this mental rut that I've like, and then in the end, this week, I've ended up saying to clients, like, I'm like just kind of taking a bit of time off this week because mm. I'm just stressing myself out more now. So True. I think if you end up trying to do more work, you end up doing less work because you can't cope with the work that you've just taken on. So that's where the dream of charging more and working less comes in, isn't it? Yeah, that's the thing, because this like if you... At my stage, I don't want to scare people with my prices. Mm. So that's what I'm very... Because I know a lot of people, uh, a lot of local creatives, um, when I've messaged people about a wedding and then um, I, I, I can't do the wedding. And yeah. I said, oh, well, I've basically listed off a load of people, um, a load of local people I know. And then they're like, oh, no, we've asked this person and this person, but their price mm. is a bit high for us and stuff. So I've... I kind of quite like being that person that people were like, oh, well, this person charges too much, but, and then 
like, it's like middle ground isn't it yeah so and then they go to you because the other local people charge too much for them so and then you kind of gain some more work off of it yeah so i don't want to lose that by charging either the same amount or more than other local people true so i've tried to like not massively tip so i'm losing out but mm. like just kind of a significant amount so that they they are like oh no this guy's work is still a, it's still a 4k video of drone footage and stuff yeah just still get that production value in it get money off exactly so yeah. uh it's like just trying to trying to slot into your uh mm. into your space because there's so many creatives around here and it's like it's very competitive yeah true uh, that is like, facts although yeah there are lots of creatives and that is a good thing mm. but, but it makes it hard when you're starting up because we've both before we've both received the same email mm. do you remember that wedding yeah we both received the same yeah, email we did word it, for word I, I i dread to think how many other people got that same so email much i well. thought it was a scam it was a, yeah it was a really nice wedding the couple were really nice in the end and like it all went really well but mm. like yeah i remember saying it was a weird email because they booked not it was not exactly a cheap venue yeah, was it that was Electra how it Hall. was yeah that was the thing that but then they exact- said it was only a small gathering yeah because dave put into the group he was like because dave got the exact he, dave got it as well he was like oh can you if you do this wedding he sent us a <laughs> he basically sent us a screenshot of this email and was like can any of you do this and we were like hang on a minute i've got that email and you were like i've, I've got, got that, that email. email and then uh i was like i'll take it because i can i could do with the work mm. But I thought it was a scamp because I was like, who emails like every creator in the local town being like, can you so shoot my weird? Because if everyone comes back and's like, yeah, then what do you do? <laughs> it's like you have some paper, scissors massive for it. multi-camera shoot of like <laughs> six videographers. Six different cameras. And camera's about to overheat, so it might cut off again. So we'll just yeah. smash through this last bit. Even if so, this happened before. This happened we, before. And we it just, just cut to Connor's lovely face. It just kept my ugly mug. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... I think one of the best, uh, the last thing about like getting work is ask for feedback. Although you, you get your testimonials, you get your, your um, you ask know, your like Google criticism. reviews. Yeah, ask for criticism because like whether, whether they're brutally honest or not, it, it's still good and it still helps you grow as a photographer, still helps you grow as a videographer mm-hmm. and as an editor and stuff. Unless you're... Because you learn from it. Yeah, unless you're working for someone who, who is knowledgeable in, in your field. It's like you're you're never going to get feedback that's like, oh, I hate this, unless you've really made them like mm. something terrible. But like yeah. if you've uh, if you've given them basically what you said, so like, I don't know, like a 4K video, like if they see a video in 4K, that's enough to make a client be like, wow, that's so crisp. Yeah. And like that's like effortless. Just switch your camera into 4K and record. Yeah. Uh, and then like you can, so you're not going to get basically people shouting at you being like, oh, I hate this so much. But like just like the little criticism ask for like i don't know even if you say oh yeah would you like any changes or anything mm-hmm. then just kind of make a mental note of what they want to change in so in the next video like obviously people are gonna have different preferences true but like you can know what to kind of you know what to change so like with some people recently i've had people say especially with the road video mic goes mm. uh, they're like oh the sound was a little bit uh like didn't have much bass to it so yeah. then in my other videos i've just like from that criticism i've just been like okay well i'll just up the base before you export yeah. yeah i should probably do is buy some presets for them but like the foil ones are great are they mm. i use them for I final cut i have them oh, but they're good. It's like, i just turn it up basically turn the base up and then i've never had that comment back so win yeah, yeah. You, the more shoots you do 
you the more like you're going to get revisions unless unless you get a shoot where you don't have like a single revision i mean mm. well done fair play um that or the client just doesn't know that they get revisions um yeah but every revision you get you're going to learn from it unless it's something like really nitpicky that where the client's just like yeah just doing it for the sake of it but learn learn from those revisions learn mm. from those from those mistakes no absolutely that's the most important thing i think is uh that that's kind of what I was saying in the last pod of Bart about uni as well. That's mm. why I'm so happy I didn't go and finish doing the last year at uni was just because the mistakes I made in that first year wouldn't have been made. They would have been kind of... You would have probably done them on shoots. Yeah. Like the mistakes well, in like, shoots or something. Because on that last year of uni, all they made was one film. Mm. Um, it was like, well... Like the amount of like practical work was minimal, so like yeah. obviously they've come out of uni. Like the all my mates from uni are like great filmmakers, but obviously they haven't got that experience and mistake making. Like they haven't learned from making those mistakes quite so much because they've been doing like a massive amount of like written work and True. like a tiny bit of like practical work. Whereas I spent that year just basically going out shooting. I think a load of weddings like mm. it was a lot of weddings that year because it was like just post-covid so there was like weddings everywhere wedding boom l- loads of different types of videos like loads of music videos and i made tons of mistakes like no one's angry at you for making them but like it's good because i made them so now when i'm shooting that i have all that in mind whereas those people that are at uni it almost feels like they're like a step behind in their yeah in starting a business because they've still got to make those mistakes whereas that's I've true kind of got them out of the way now so yeah it just depends yeah it, it, it just do. improves you as a videographer or photographer yeah and it's like luke that's coming on um he wants to be in the actual film film industry mm. rather than like corporate industry. and freelance and stuff so obviously being at uni was a good thing for him because it was filmmaking yeah whereas like so obviously any mistakes in that he may have made there mm. whereas like mistakes in shooting weddings i wouldn't have made at uni because we didn't shoot weddings true but yeah imagine a fake wedding at uni oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that'll be chaos oh, a fake wedding a fake wedding to be fair i did that once they they i shot a, a fake wedding well it wasn't really a fake wedding it was sort of my, like a staged shoot at offley offley place offley house or whatever it's called um. they basically set up all the rooms as if it was a wedding and then they had two people just basically dressed up in a dress and a suit really? and it was just for promo for their website you know what i i was second shooting well you know when offley opened their new ballroom mm, yeah I, well nice. I second shot the opening event for that mm. oh my god it was like no one had set foot in that room i don't think until that day and oh my god it was so shiny i don't know what it's like now that squeaky was like, floor and everything <laughs> yeah that was like three years ago but like now nice place i haven't been back since but like that I think it's a, is it a ballroom? Yeah. They're like kind of glass. Glass room. ceiling and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that yeah. place. Yeah, because they even had a car in there, I think. Jesus. And then, um, <laughs> I don't know how they got it in. But uh, yeah, no, that that was amazing. Like, that looked like a really nice venue. So if anyone's getting married at Offley, I'd love to go back. So please book me. Book Beza. <laughs> book Beza. I want to see it again. <laughs> and I'm off to shoot a wedding this afternoon. Um, What's that? Uh, <laughs> a registry office. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do, we've got a whole episode we'll, we'll plan about the 
basically what happens during the day of shooting a wedding, yeah. photos and videos. But there's nothing wrong with having your wedding at a registry office. It's just yeah. from a creative aspect, it's <laughs> very plain as a venue. It's a bit dull. So if obviously for your day, it's amazing. Mm. But like when you're watching it back in the video, there's no like... There's no colour to it. It's yeah. like depth. Like it's just... It's just a room. Just a, yeah. It's just a room. Exactly. It's like but we understand everybody has budgets. So yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. So. Well, I know a couple of people that aren't so bothered about the actual service. So they have it in the registry office and mm. then they go and spend all their money on like the bougie. On the reception. On the reception. Mm. And that's really nice, which I think is quite cool. Because like, if you're not bothered about True. the actual. Well, the reception's service. at a village hall t- this afternoon. So oh, is it? Okay. It's, it's not that? too bad. Bulldog. Oh, okay. No, that's not, not, not bad, too bad at all. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go try and make some bread. Well, awesome. I'm making some, I'll make some bread from this. Hopefully. <laughs> if they pay me. <laughs> to be fair, they, they, have they paid? I'll have to check. I'm pretty sure they've paid. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. otherwise, no show. No show, yeah. <laughs> Format SD card. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, guys, um, Kyle, um, who left the comment on TikTok. Hope this um, helped you out, Kyle. Hope this helps. Yeah, big up, Kyle. A couple of different ways there. Yeah, just just a few, just a few. Just a few. Your camera hasn't overheated. It's wow. got the orange flashing warning. Oh, has it? But it will. It will. So um, <laughs> before it before it dies, uh, shout out to everyone. Um, like you can't like on Spotify. Leave us a rating on Spotify. We love a review. Bring the likes on Spotify. Yeah, bring likes on Spotify. Bring comment sections. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, share this with your friends, your family, your milkman, yeah. all sorts. Yeah, no, definitely, absolutely. Anyone that anyone that's at your door, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> your brother. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Postman, just Postman. be like, you bored on that round? Here's you know, a pod. Here's a pod to listen to. Have a pod. But uh, yeah, we'll see you next, guys. Uh, next week, guys. Boosh. Boosh.